Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. In this episode, we talk about the Florida capitals of the world. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most out of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast. And you can email us at sunshinestatepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. So how are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about this one. Are you excited? Why are you excited about this one? Because it's making fun of you, and I love to make fun of you. You're making fun of me. So a couple, was it? Was it? And it's self-deprecation because you did all the research for this one. I did, and I don't know how good my research is. There's a lot of information that I tried to cram in here, and, and we'll see. You know, I'm not an expert at every single one of these places, but... You don't have to be an expert. We had a friend. We have some friends that are kind of new to the to Florida. They moved down here from Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and uh, they just live a couple doors down. And we've really taken them. They're really cool people, and they're new, and they've got like this Florida bucket list, and they want to do all these cool things. We were even over there once, and they had this like magnet board on their fridge saying like our summer Florida bucket list, and there was like you know fishing on there and hiking and Disney World and all these places they wanted to go. Right. And they were asking us where what good beaches should we go to for in the Atlantic? They were by. They were going to Disney. They were spending like an Orlando weekend, and they said, "Hey, we want to go to the beach while we're over there. Do you guys know of a good beach to go to?" And I said, "Well, there's New Smyrna Beach, but that's like just so you know, that's, that's the, the shark, shark attack capital of, of the, the world. world." And I, which I think is kind of cool. I love sharks. And they were like, "Well, really? Well, where else can we go?" Well, there's okay. If you go on the Gulf side, you can go to Venice Beach, where there's lots of shark teeth. And I mentioned again, it's the shark, shark tooth capital, capital of, of the, the world. world. <laughs> and then I said, "You can go to." Uh, Siesta Key Beach, where it's the, the finest sea. sand in the world, or <laughs> Captiva, and and again, you're like, you say capital of the world all the time, you do. like you do. for for Every Florida, and I'm like, thing. but these aren't my, I'm not calling them. This is what the local, I don't know, convention and visitor bureau people, the local city hall people. This is what yeah. they, this is their own, this is their words, not mine. So you did research. How many yep. did you find? I found about about a ten or ten, a, you know, six or one, ten, a ten or a dozen. I got a ten or, ten or eleven here. Okay. We'll see how many we get to. Okay. But these are all places in Florida, cities in Florida that are self-described the capital of the world of this thing. Okay. So I thought I made a list, and it, we can talk about all of them. If this is your thing, you can go check these places out. Um, a lot of them are nature and animal related, as you might think, as you might guess, in and Florida. it's true. I mean, it's not like, oh, sure, it's the capital of the world. But, I mean, the, these places really are very, very well known for the, for having these specific things. And yep. and that's why a lot of reason why people go to those places, because they know they're going to see them or, you know, experience it or whatever. And, and, it, and it, it always delivers. So, so yeah, if, if you want to, um, we can get right into the first one. We already kind yeah. of teased to a couple of them. Let's but do um, it. So we were talking about New Smyrna Beach, which is just a little bit, uh, it's, it's the kind of the beach you go to if you're in Orlando. It's a little south of Daytona Beach. This one holds close to my heart. Well, okay, now this one is the, okay, I just said the CVB and all the French yeah. Rivers call it. They're not, there's no signs at Coco, at, uh, Cocoa Beach, at New Smyrna Beach that say, shark attack off of the world, because that's, that's going to drive people away. That's the I, one exception to the rule. I totally, I totally envision, um, like, Amity, Amity, the, the post, the, the, poster, the billboard, right, yep, right. with the help or your shark. <laughs> no, they don't do this. This is like statistics say that it's the shark attack capital of the world. So I guess each, I guess out of all of Florida leads the country in shark attacks. 
And out of all the shark attacks, there's like 50 a year, I want to say, that happen here. Okay. Mo most of them are fair or small. They're not anything, they're really not even newsworthy. They're just like a dog bite. And out of... Well, and that's not you saying that. Like that, this that's, is, you've, you've heard the news This is like the University it. of Florida's shark attack. Um, University of Florida keeps track of this stuff. Because, man, I don't want, I, I just don't want them, them to think that you're like, you're like lusting it. Oh, oh no, no, no. It's a dog bite. It's no. not a big deal. Like, no, that's what they're, they're this likening is, That's it how to. they the describe experts. it. Yeah, this is... The experts the, are liking The University of Florida's international shark attack file keeps, keeps this stuff. And uh, they say there's average about 50 a year, but, and out of that, out of that, about half of them happen right there at New Smyrna, New Smyrna Beach. Beach. Yeah. So it's, no, there's never been a fatality. No one's ever died. Still, I don't want to go out there and get bit by a shark. You know, we've been in this water. We've actually been there. And? And nobody got bit by a shark. It was, it was a great day. It was a but, great day. But, <laughs> but, but somebody did see a shark. You saw one. Shannon saw actually saw one. And I was so bummed out I didn't get to see I it. Know. it was I really love sharks. Cool. I love sharks. Yeah. I've always loved sharks. I gotta, can I tell my story? Yeah. So we're in the water. It's me and your sister. And four five kids uh, uh, y'all were in about about knee deep water i was back kind of just chilling out in my beach chair right right so there were so our kids were in there um your sister's kids were in there our nephews and um and so we're all just kind of you know chit-chatting and the waves are bigger there so yeah it's, you, you could kind of surf or boogie board there you can't do that on our on our beaches on the gulf coast so well, that's and like we... you know in the, on the gulf coast on the gulf coast you don't like you go out into the deep, deeper water because, you know, you don't, just standing knee high, that's not fun. It's but really the, calm on our on Right, our it's very calm. But on the Atlantic coast, you can be in deep, deep water and be having a blast yep. because the waves are like punching you and like you're jumping over them and it's fun. So that's what we were doing. We were just jumping over waves and having a good old time. And then all of a sudden, one of the waves comes up and, and the water was, was really clear and in the wave, very, very, very clearly is a shark swimming in the wave, um, just, you know, kind of parallel to the shore, swimming that way. And, and I was like, oh, shark! And I pointed and Allison turned and she saw it. And then, and then he like, the wave, you know, the wave kind of crashed over. Yeah, it. the wave yeah. crashed over and, it, and, it and they're gone. moving fast. But the kid and the kids didn't see it. They were like bummed. I was bummed I wasn't with you. I wanted to so see it. So we all ran out and, and went and told everybody and we were all excited. But... And then I came running after you looking for it and I looked like that guy. I'm like, where did I, <laughs> I, I missed it. I missed I know. it. And we went and told the lifeguard actually just in case they cared. Uh -huh. you know? And he was like, yeah, they're and he's here all like, the time. yeah, we see him all the time. He's like, I see more of one of them out surfing and out there. Yeah, a lot of surfers go to the beach and apparently the surfers say they see them all the time. Yeah. And they just kind of deal with them and they live with them. And they're, for the most part, no incidents. Well, and it was but... funny because the day before we had like a little family reunion at your aunt's house. And we, I was talking with your cousin's wife and um, and she's like, yeah, you know, it's the, supposedly the shark cap, shark by capital of the world. But I've never seen a shark there. There's no way. I mean, no one ever sees sharks. And the next day, saw a shark. You saw a shark on your first try. <laughs> Beginner's luck. Beginner's luck. We went in the water there. And I mean, I was always kind of in the back of my mind that there might be th sharks near. I think most of the time they attack surfers because they they don't, they're just quickly coming through the water really quick. The, the shark just snaps itself and doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah, it's not, it's not obvious what it is. It's don't take my advice for it. I don't, if you go in water, you know, I mean, you might get, I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know, hey, but it's cool. Um, if you want to get bit by a shark... New Smyrna Beach is the place to go. Yeah, definitely. All right. It's the way to go. <laughs> so um, staying on sharks, we're going to go to the other side, the other Gulf Coast. We're going to go across the state to the Gulf Coast now. Um, Venice Beach. Venice mm. Beach. Is, now, this is one very of those. Very similarly. This, very similar. This is one of those places that is, you know, like... 
they do promote it as this. It's the shark tooth capital of the world. So this is a beach famous for, you go out there and you get one of those little scoopers, like a little um, thing that you, you know, you scoop up sand and the sand goes through it like you're panning for gold. Mm -hmm. You could take this there and there's just lots of shark's teeth in the in the sand, right, at, at Venice Beach, so. And I've never been, but I, I've I've heard that it's it's amazing. We like had some friends who visited from California. Yeah, they found a whole bunch and they were ton. like, we should take these to a museum. They're like, well. Yeah, they're everywhere. I, I think they're everywhere. But they were pretty <laughs> stoked about it. That was cool. Yeah, and I, th I think there, are, I, I think there are specific beaches on Venice Beach. Like there's uh, this beach called Casperson Beach, which is, is just south of Venice Beach. But they're very, you know, they're connected, and it's kind of like, you know, it's all kind of one beach, really. Um, so, but Casperson is supposedly really, really where they are all at. Well, so. I read the read the thing I read said they're south of the jetty. If you find a jetty, which yep. is probably what you were yes. reading. So, uh -huh. south of the jetty, it says Casey Key and Manasota Key. Those are the really good places to look. Okay. There's actually some other beaches in Florida that are kind of well known, not well, not as well known as for Venice, but good for finding shark's teeth. Um, Egmont Key, which is not far from here. Yes. Um, Juno Beach, that's off near Jacksonville. Volano Beach, Little Talbo, and Fernandina Beach. Those are all up there by, by Jacksonville. I think what it is, it's a lot of places where a river comes out, mm -hmm. where there's a river that, that outlets into the Gulf or the ocean, because from the way I kind of understand it works, it's just millions and millions of years ago, sharks were swimming around and they died and left their teeth on the ground for millions and millions and, and millions of years. Florida was under the water. Florida was under the water. And Eventually, Florida became a, a state or a, 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 a landmass land above land, mm -hmm. but all the shark's teeth are still down there, and the the river kind of the rivers just sort out. of flushes them out into the beach. So makes sense. I think that's how it works. I have an article here called from a site called Fossil Guy that huh. kind of explains the whole thing. So I'll put that on the show notes so people can kind of see because they do cool. a way better job kind of, of describing yeah. it than I could ever could because I'm not a geologist, <laughs> but I play one on a podcast. That's right. So there's more fish capitals here. Okay. There's more. There's a lot. Like I said, there's they're all nature ones. So, so um, did you know um, that this is a new one for me? This is new. You haven't heard any of these. I we like to try to keep our lists and our little things secret from yeah. each other because it just makes but, better I mean, I, conversation. I kind of I knew about Venice. I knew about uh, New Smyrna. Uh, so those weren't really big surprises. But what else you got? Um, Okeechobee, the town. Of, uh, well, Lake Okeechobee and the the city of Okeechobee. Um, <laughs> Is considered. You're saying that like a, a town, a, a I guess, a little town. The city of Okeechobee. <laughs> You're like Okeechobee. It's Okeechobee. <laughs> There's Okeechobee. How do you pronounce it? Okeechobee. Oka. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okey. I see like Okeechobee. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the speckled perch capital of the world. Did you know that? Did you know that? No, I don't even know what a speckled perch it's, is. Okay. I mean, I know it's a fish. Us Yankees but... call them crappies. Oh, oh, so oh, okay. Down here, you call them spe speckled perch or crappies. I had um, some students once make me a picture of a fish of a and said, "Have a have a crappie day." <laughs> Do you know why it's the speckled perch capital of the world? Um, Where was the? Okay, there's a couple of different kinds of. I'm gonna call them crappies because I'm a Yankee. Earlier, okay. earlier in the episode, well, I'll call them speckled. You're not perch a Yankee. Yet. You're I, a when in Rome, we'll do is we'll call them speckled perch. So okay. there's a black crappie and a white crappie. I guess black speckled perch and white speckled oh, perch. Oh, you had a little southern accent. Do you know there. where the 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 world record um, black crappie was caught? It's five uh, pounds. Five pound fish caught in Okeechobee. It was caught in a private lake in Missouri. Oh, okay. Do you know where the the world record white crappie was caught? Also five pounds. Okeechobee. It was caught in Mississippi. Okay. So I guess the... Where does Okeechobee come in? I don't know. I guess the fishing for, for speckled perch is really good there. I know it's good for bass. Okeechobee is huh. world renowned for bass. So it could be like the largemouth bass cap of the world. It might even be that. And I didn't see that in my research. But, um, but because the speckled perch is such a beloved fish there, 
They have a speckled perch festival every year. Um, oh, that sounds fun. Let's yeah, go. We should go. It's um, it's every year, and it's um, it's speckled perch food, seafood, arts, crafts. They just oh, that mu- right music. Up your alley. It's probably like the you know our kumquat festival. <laughs> That's not on my list, the kumquats. I just oh, thought of that. I, I didn't put that on my list. I'm going to Google that. Kumquat, okay. Festi- kumquat capital of the world. Dade City, which is a little suburb of Tampa, north of here, is considered, they call themselves the kumquat capital of the world, which is do a they? weird thing. Let's see. Hold I on. think I just they do. Nah, uh, kumquat capital of the world, nearby St. Joseph, Florida. I think that's sort of the Dade kind City. Kind of near Dade City. I don't know where St. Joseph Well, is. there's Dade City has a kumquat festival every year. Kumquats are these little, it's about a, you've probably, you know, if you know, it's a grape-sized orange that's super, super sour. They're sweet it's ones, too. It's grape-sized. It's about the size of a grape, or maybe a baby tomato. Yeah, like a like baby a tomato. tomato, yeah. You just eat them the whole, you pop the whole thing it's in your like, mouth, and you chew them with the skin on, and they're... It's like the, the size su- of a kiwi. Kiwi? I think it's a little smaller than that. Maybe. All right, But they're super a... sour. The sour ones, I can't even do. They're really sour. Well, there's sour ones, and then there's sweet ones, right? Yeah, the sour ones are good. I wish, but I can't find them. Are I you can only, the sweet ones? Yeah, the sweet you ones said, are good. You said sour. Sour ones are like, it's like a natural Sour Patch Kid thing. They're, they're, I don't, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> but, but the weirdest thing about kumquats is that you eat them with the skin. Yeah, the first time you told me like, to do that, I'm like, are you like, kidding? What? Come on. But this, yeah, no, you really do. You eat them with the skin. It's like a little thin orange, but that's, that's unofficial addition to the list. The kumquat capital of the world, Dade City, Florida. Hmm. So another fish one. We have another fruit one coming down the line. You probably can guess what the fruit, the other fruit one's going to be. Orange? Nah. Well, it probably... I mean, orange, somewhere. Florida's kind of the orange capital of the it's world. It's not, actually. It's California. Cal- California? Oh, okay. But um, Stewart, which is um, down... It's on, the, it's on the other coast. It's kind of like down near like the Fort Lauderdale area. I mean, I know where Stewart is, area. but I don't know what, what it's... It's the capital. sailfish capital of the world. Really? Big sailfish. Yeah. Huh, so, I did not know that. Um, easy access to the Gulf Stream, uh, lots of sailfish out there. There's a lot of sailfish um, uh, captains that'll take you out there. That's cool. And they have a big, they have every year they have, it's, it has nothing to do with the fish itself, but because they call this the sailfish capital of the world, in the city there's this big sailfish on a fountain. It looks really neat. That's cool. And they have, and this is something I, w- I think we should check out. Um, the annual Stewart Sailfish Regatta, it's a powerboat racing, like the kind of powerboats where like those... They go, you know, 100 miles an hour on the water, and they're going, yeah. oh, no, and they're bouncing, and, right, they, right, and people, right. it's dangerous. But, yeah, they have that, the Sailfish Regatta every year in... Um, that sounds cool. In Stewart. I have a, I have a website for that, sailfish too. Sailfish are good fighting fish, aren't they? They are. They're not as big as you think. I When I think of a sailfish, I immediately think of, like, a marlin or a swordfish. Yeah, but these are like that, but they're a lot smaller. Okay. They're maybe tarpon-sized, but okay. they're smaller. Huh. So, um... We should do that. We should go on one of those, like... On the boat? Cap- Captain fishing trips those are fun i love going on party boats yeah where they just take you over a reef and dump you over and or just dump you over dump your bait over i was and gonna say the one time i went i didn't get it dumped over those those party boats are really fun i we did one a long time ago i caught like a little grunt or something which to me i was not living here yet i was still living in chicago when i came down here and caught this grunt it was about the size of a bluegill and uh, and the guy takes it uses it as bait he hooks it through the eyes and throws it over and i'm like wow that's my bait what's down here and then boom like a 25 pound grouper like a few minutes later it was awesome you got to keep it right i got to, well i got to eat it yeah awesome yep. well when we went 
Yeah, we went to, um, it was off of Clearwater. We took one of those boats out of Clearwater. And we yeah. caught mostly snappers but and stuff. I caught like a million fish. Yeah, we catch a like, ton of. It was of, like yeah, just nonstop. Nonstop. Like, catch, catch, yep. catch, catch. It's a really good thing to do with kids. Fun. You yeah. take them out because they just catch fish all day. Yeah. So, Sanibel Island. You know what Sanibel Island Seashell is. Capital Seashell of capital world. of the world. So, Sanibel, it's down near Fort Myers area. There's Sanibel and there's Captiva. They're two islands that kind of connect to each other. Mm -hmm. um, and they're amazing. They're really great. It's a really cool just weekend trip from See, pretty much anywhere. I think anywhere. Be the beach sand capital of the world because... Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of Siesta Key. Siesta, it's, I, I don't know if they really call themselves that Siesta Key, getting yeah. off, tro off topic. But Sorry. Siesta Key... No, it's okay. Siesta Key has the... I guess Guinness Book World Records has actually certified it as the finest sand in the world. Like, if you walk on Siesta Key, it's like walking on white... It's like walking it's like, on flour. It's like working, walking white on sugar. flour. Yeah, yeah it's or powdered super, sugar, yeah. And, and it's nice and cool when it's, it's hot. white, white sand, and it's just the most gorgeous beach it's great. It's a really good uh, place for 4th of July. We love going there for 4th of July. In fact, your friends were down from Chicago, and we were, they wanted to go over that way, and we went to, where did we go? We Turtle went Beach? to Turtle Beach we to because, Turtle Beach, which is a nice beach. It was nice. It was, it was actually a really cool beach because it was not popular. So if you want to get away from the crowds, Why did Turtle they want to go? Because of shells? They wanted to do shells, and Sanibel was just too far. Like, they okay. wanted to kind of stay in yeah. this area. Sanibel was another and two Turtle hours beach south. Is a little bit more well known yeah. for And shells. we did great. We found a of conks in that water yeah we did that's right i remember yeah that's, uh, that's right they had like a big um, and they were live so the they, kids built yeah, like a little lagoon a little and the lagoon conch. they had yep. all these little conks in it and they, and they were, were walking around yeah, and we turned all loose we let him go and then at the end of the night we said we, we got to go to sanibel well, or, or key so you could see it yeah so we went over there and and we went to wait we went to dinner and we waited for this plate this restaurant forever like yeah. it took forever to get seats and then so finally we were going to go and they're like no we're not going to stop and we were like, no, you really need to stop because it's really amazing. Even though I mean, it was dark by now, It was too. dark. And they ended up going and they texted us and they were like, you were right. It was so worth like it. We should have gone there. Yeah. So it's just beautiful. Siesta Key's great. It is. Sorry, go ahead. You were talking about Sanibel. Sanibel. No, Sanibel is um, seashell capital of the world. And the reason why, if you look at it on a map, it kind of, most of the barrier islands along Florida, they sort of run parallel to the mainland. Mm -hmm. And Sanibel sticks out. It's like a big, just kind of goes east-west. So... Mm -hmm. All the shells that are being carried along the current, they get stuck there. That's it's like a little, it's a big net, just a big stop, stop, big roadblock for for, for shells. So that's cool. Sanibel Island, if you want to do seashelling, it's a uh, it's the place to go. Um, they even have like a little move called the Sanibel Stoop. You see people bending over, oh, picking yeah, up their yeah, shells. Yeah. That's what that's they call funny. that. That's so. funny. Yeah, it's kind of like um, it's almost U shaped. You know, I mean, it's not quite, but it's like. It's definitely it's like per, almost perpendicular to the to the state of Florida. And I guess the pl the best place is like right near the bridge between Captiva and Sanibel. Oh, really? That's supposed to be the, like the spot. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it says Bowman's Beach and Tarpon Bay Beach are both really really good. Bowman Bowman's Beach is the famous beach there. It's well the most popular beach there anyway. But right near that bridge is supposed to be just the place to go. The place to be. The place to be. We've been to Sanibel. We haven't done any shelling there. Whenever we go down there, we always go to Captiva. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Captiva is a really nice place. Tarpon Springs. Oh, I know this one. What's Tarpon Springs? This is, again, this is their thing. This is like their... Yeah, on their CVB yeah, or they whatever. Call this I totally believe it. The sponge... Sponge capital of the world. Sponge diving capital of the world. Sponge okay. capital of the world. So, again, we're still sticking with nature, but see, there's seashells that you're going to pick up and you're going to put on your... 
put them in a little jar and put them on, mm-hmm. you know, in and your, then in they're your, sponges. Yeah, and then they're sponges, which and is people actually. I mean, there, there's a million, million, million stores of people selling sponges, and they're sponges from Tarpon Springs, and people use them for scrubbing the kitchen and yeah, whatever. these are like these this, are real sponges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're they, you can use them for like your kitchen, but they're yeah. like those big natural sponges right. you see yeah. in the car parts store that is for yeah, washing your exactly. car. Exactly. Yeah. It's cool. And you walk by and there's all these little tourist shops and selling sponges. There's a tourist, like a free museum there called Spongerama. Oh, yeah, that that's explains right. the whole history. Yeah. Um, it's I, like a little show you can yeah. watch of a guy with a, like one of those big, what are those things that go on the, over their heads? Like we that? went on the boat. We, we took the boat and the, it was a little boat tour we took. And they went out and they said, we're going to go sponge diving. And the dude puts on the big like helmet, helmet like the, the big brass like helmet. A, it looks and, like a giant go, uh, goldfish bowl. Right, the, the big yeah. goldfish bowl thing. And he goes <laughs> in the water. And he had a like a it wasn't scuba diving because no, he had a like, tank. Yeah, he had, he had a tube, tube going down. like yeah. yeah, like a hose feeding him air. And you see, but you see his bubbles coming up, and then a few minutes later, he comes, out with he comes up holding a little sponge in his hand, and I was laughing because I'm like, "Come on, man, you just picked it out of your pocket. Like, <laughs> you, this is just for the tourists, right? Maybe I don't know, but it Who was knows? pretty funny. I don't know, but it was it was cool. I thought, and we had um, we went to a restaurant there. Yes, and we had calamari. We got calamari. We ordered. We asked for some tom, um, some marinara, marinara sauce. sauce for, and they which, were like, "We don't do that. We're this is a Greek town. That's an yeah, Italian thing." It was, and they told us you have to, you know, in Greek. I guess in Greek culture, on on calamari, you put lemon. Yeah. Like you drizzle lemon juice. So they gave us lemons. And now that's the only way we eat our calamari. It's so good. Like, it's so much better it than marinara. It is better. It is. The marinara, like, kind of covers can't, it yeah, up. It turns you, it into yeah. a meatball. The lemon just, like, accentuates the, the yumminess. But I, we just sort of touched on it. It's like a very Greek city. It was settled by Greek immigrants. Yes. So it's not just, don't just go for the sponges. I mean, I know the sponges are going to, I mean, right now people are going, I got to see these sponges. The sponges <laughs> are just, I got to see the sponge capital of the world. Yeah. But it's just a really neat it's place for Greek cool, food mm, and you can get, yeah. it's really, it's a neat tons little spot. Tons and tons of really like, you know, authentic Greek restaurants and yeah, it's great for that. It's really cool for that. So um, sticking with um, wildlife, um, Coconut Creek, this is down in South Florida. Oh, okay. This is the butterfly capital of the world. What? This is pretty we have neat. A butterfly capital. This is pretty neat one, actually. Yeah, P- uh, Coconut Creek is home to the world's largest butterfly aviary. It's called Butterfly World. Okay. They have over eighty species and five thousand butterflies in this thing. Um, but not just that; they have butterfly gardens all throughout the neighborhood. So it's throughout the neighborhoods. You just go around That's Coconut awesome. Creek. There's little butterfly gardens everywhere. And it's actually the first in the in Florida. It's the first city and the 11th in the whole country to be certified as a community wildlife habitat because of the butterflies. They just put all these little that's so cool butterfly gardens everywhere. So, well, I have to, I'm just like because when you t- when you tell me something I don't know, I always like have to immediately Google it. And um, so they there's admission. There's on Groupon. There's admission for two. To Butterfly World? To the Butterfly World and the Bird Aviary um, for 40 bucks, And they have over 1,200 ratings, and they basically, I mean, it's like f- almost five stars. Like, I mean, Shannon learned something new. Didn't even know yeah, about I've this. Yeah, I never even heard about it. But the pictures look amazing. I mean, it looks like, it looks like um, Mosey. Mosey has a butterfly garden. It Museum looks like of Science and Industry. Museum of Science and Industry. Sorry, we call it Mosey here. But, um... They have a butterfly garden. It looks like that butterfly garden on, on, like steroids. I mean, okay. it's like huge comparatively. Very cool. 
Yeah. That looks awesome. We, we should go, go there. Yeah, definitely. Next time we do one of those South Florida trips, we go to the <clears throat> Everglades totally. thing and go down to Miami or whatever. We got to hit that up. Yeah. So I have a controversial one. This one's disputed, actually. Uh-oh. Okay. Two places lay claim to this. This is going to cause a, a heated argument in yes. the comments. <laughs> <laughs> From the folks in Kentucky. Okay. Horse capital of the world. Oh, Ocala. Okay, Ocala claims horse capital of the world. Now, they've actually officially trademarked this. Oh, my horse goodness. Horse capital of the world, but... I didn't know you could trademark Lexington, that. Kentucky also claims to be the horse capital of the world. So I think they sound more like a horse place than Ocala Lexington, does. Kentucky? But Ocala is, like, horsey. Ocala is, is very horsey. It's very horsey. But Lexington is, like... I mean, that's in the South, you know? <laughs> Wait, it's Florida. Wait, what did you say? Kentucky. <laughs> We've had this discussion over and over again where Shannon will say, well, I say Florida's not really the South. It's this. I mean, it's not. And she's like, it's the South. You're in the South. Like, look, look at the map. You're okay. in the South. And no, I'm like, that's not it's my the only South argument, geographically, but it's not really the South. But that's not my only argument. My argument is. And now that... you just said, but Lexington, Kentucky is the South and North is not. No, it is. It is. It is. And like you even say, the more north you go in Florida, yeah, you the do. more south you get. Ocala is where the is where the south starts, pretty much, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. If you go north from here, once you get north of Gainesville, you start becoming into the south. Okay, so let me explain my argument, okay? Because this has got to be, you know, laid out on the line here. So I am from Florida. I'm a native Floridian, sixth generation native Floridian, and... My parents are Southern, like they, my mom is, uh, well, I mean, both of them are from Florida, but uh, my mom was actually raised in Savannah. My dad was raised in Brist Bristol, Florida, which is the panhandle, so it's like serious South. And, um, and so for you to say that we are not Southern because we're in Florida, when the reason that Florida isn't Southern is because all of you Yankees and Midwesterners came down and made it a melting pot of people. That's, that's what I mean. That, but the, the natives are still Southern. We're Southern. That's what I'm saying. But we've been out here for so long. The Northern part of Florida is the South. I'm Southern. Which is where your dad is from. <laughs> He's from Tampa. That's Tampa's not the South. Tam I'm, I'm Southern. Tampa's a mix of every Midwest and Northeast. It's all New Yorker, Chicago, Ohio, yeah, Michigan. Yeah, because y'all all came down and yeah, invaded. That's right. <laughs> we fixed it. <laughs> all uh, right. We'll get to Tampa more in a second. But <laughs> okay. um, because Ocala, if you've ever gone horse, like to a... There's horses everywhere. There's horse, there's horse, not just horse breeding, but you'll see these, like the horse tracks where they train thoroughbreds to run around. So if you ever go bet on the horses, you go to like the horse track to bet and you look at the program, you'll see, which you've never done, by the way. You've never been, you've never gone to the horse track, have you? Mm, it's really fun. I don't think so. You gotta go. Um, been to Arlington Racetrack tons of times. But if you look at the like program, you'll see where the horses were bred and where they were born and who the breeders were and stuff. And so like every other one, it's all either Ocala or Lexington. So that's why the dispute. Okay. Ocala right. versus Lexington. But all right. So, so we'll, uh, there'll be a firestorm in the comments. All right. Well, all thing. the Kentucky folks. The Kentucky we're the horse capital of the world. <laughs> Kentucky Derby is there, so maybe yeah. maybe that gives them the edge. That's true. That's yeah. true. But you can visit these places. If you're big into, if you're big into horses, you can actually go and see the process of how they train them and how they, how they raise them and all that stuff. So, um, pretty cool. So, uh, Tampa, what's Tampa's actually got two of them. I know. But we're going to talk about one of them. Uh, am I guessing? Yeah. Lightning capital of the world. Lightning capital of the world. Again, this one's controversial because 
we live in Tampa and anybody who is from around here, you every night in the summer, every night in the summer between June and August, it's just everywhere. lightning in the sky every I mean, single night. Our hockey team is named, T named the, lightning. the Tampa Bay Lightning, right? Yeah. So found turns out that there's actually they recently found out we're not the Tampa, we're not the lightning capital of the world. We're the lightning capital of North America. It's pretty safe to say that. Okay. Lightning capital of the world is actually a little place in Central Africa. So it's near the Democratic Republic of Congo. There's just a just they they get a hundred strikes of lightning every square kilometer every year. That seems like a lot. A hundred hmm. strikes of lightning per square. But what do we get? We get um, I don't know. Oh, here we go. Fifty strikes per square mile. Oh, so they're like twice as much. Yeah. Oh well, kilometer versus mile, but why do I have oh two point two? Okay, a mile is two point six kilometers. So it's not even as it's it's it's. About quarters much? I'm bad at math. I don't know. So once you get to kilometers versus we get a, miles conversions, I'm I start blanking. But fifty strikes per square mile per year—that seems like a lot. Like we get a lot of lightning. We do get a lot of lightning. But I can't imagine. I can't picture that. Like fifty strikes hitting every square mile. Like our square mile. You look out in our neighborhood. That's a square mile. I mean, that's not. I know, but getting... I mean, it's not like every square mile has fifty strikes. Some square miles get more. Some square miles get less. Maybe they're talking about the sky Just too. Just an average. The clouds. But as I say, that our house did get hit by lightning about a year ago, and it. Yes. It was it loud. Our sprinkler still doesn't work. Our, it blew up our sprinkler <laughs> system. It killed two of our trees. Yeah. Killed our internet for a week. Oh man, it was so loud. I was home when it happened. So, what else you got? So, Plant City. We're going back to our fruits. Strawberries. Strawberry capital of the world. Oh, did I say oranges earlier? California makes more oranges? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. That wasn't... I, I was confused. I was talk, talking about this one. California grows most of the strawberries, but all the winter strawberries come from here. That Plant makes City. sense. So, um, Plant City every year, they've got like this big... Strawberry festival. Strawberry festival. It's, it's it's like famous. It's a really big thing. It's like it's a state fair, but it's it's actually probably more known for country music. Like yeah. it brings in like Taylor. Well, Taylor Swift isn't country music anymore, but she used to be. She country music, played here before she, she was here. a thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I remember uh, it says like this year. It hasn't been. I don't think this year coming up. Um, I haven't seen the schedule yet, but it, Willie Nelson's played there. Toby Keith has played here. Taylor Swift, Brad Paisley, Randy Travis. I love Randy and they have a big stadium. It's a it's a state fair, but you know it's all my strawberries. Why I love Randy Travis? Why? Because I'm southern. You're from Florida. <laughs> Randy Travis. He's not, you're not southern. <laughs> Does he have a southern accent? You don't have a southern accent. Well, I've been I've been indoctrinated by all you Yankees. Yankees, because you're from Florida, not from the south. I can have a southern. I can I can do a southern accent. But um, strawberry plant city you've seen it there's a big um water tower it looks like a strawberry mm -hmm. they love their strawberries in plant city and they have the most amazing strawberry shortcake at the strawberry festival it's what you do you it's eat strawberry so shortcake good. strawberry milkshake strawberry everything yeah plant you city. can try all that stuff but you gotta have the strawberry shortcake and it's in february every year right march this year it's in march oh okay. march 1st to the i have that right here march through first through the 11th and that's a little bit that's about it's a little east of Tampa. It's kind of... Plant City. Plant City. It's yeah. heading out between Orlando and Tampa. So Yeah. Kind of like, if you know where Lakeland is, it's like... It's west of Lakeland. Yeah. It's a state fair. It happens... It's. It's. I keep saying it's a state fair. It's It's just... It's very similar to a state fair. Yeah. Which the Florida State Fair is about a month before that. Right. All our festivals and parties are, are always in the winter here. So... Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous yeah. in the winter. Summertime, everything kind of shuts down. And then all the festivals and outdoor events always happen through... 
pretty much from you know from October through March. So, um, Casadega. Do you know where Casadega is? This is no. my last one on my list. Isn't that like a a car racing or something? You're thinking of Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Good guess. Good guess, <laughs> though. <the> same. <laughs> Casadega is a little town. It's over a little bit by Orlando. Okay. And um, this is the psychic capital of the world. Awesome. It has the highest concentration of psychics, mediums, and fortune tellers than any place in the country. That sounds fun. People will go there and have their fortune told, and there's just a whole strip of these places. Huh. Um, we should go there. I was on IMDb. There's, there's some good photography That there. would be pretty funny to do. Yeah. Yeah, just to go check it out just for a laugh. Well, yeah. But, I mean, there are people that take that pretty seriously. But, so, I, I think you should be respectful. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll go do it for a laugh. Um, but, yeah, this is this is near... near Casadega. I, now you got me. Getting it. I don't have much on this one. I just okay. saw well, that it sounds it's, cool. Yeah. I bet it. I bet it has some uh, some character. To it that definitely area. does. It's probably one of those like artsy kind of towns. Yeah. I've never. Yeah. I've never. I've seen the exit for it. Kind of like Mount Dora. Yeah. Or something like yeah. That. yeah. So Casadega on IMDb. Um, when I was looking around, I found there's even a movie called Casadega. It's like some. I think, haunted it's, I think it's Talladega Nights. Tal Talladega Nights. <laughs> Casadega Nights. It's a combination of a race car driver who, who tells, tells fortunes at night. Yeah. Casadega Nights. A race car driver who sees sees the sees, future. Race car driver who sees dead people. <laughs> oh, you're you're crazy. So this started back in the 1800s. I guess some dude started a, a, a spiritualist camp back there, and it grew from there. And now huh. you know it's it is. Um, the psychic capital of the world. So if you're in Disney World and you, you're making an Orlando trip and you said, hey, I'm going to get my fortune told. You can go to Castle Dagon and check it out. So, that's too funny. So that's what I got. I mean, we, we I that's, came up with... That's those, awesome. Those were on my list and I know we kind of hit a few more that weren't on my list just from talking about it. Yeah, um, no, that, that's really cool. That, there's I think probably, that, was, that was fun. There's probably some more, and when I think of another one, we'll do the part two of this. A part two. Oh, gosh. More I hope, capitals I hope of the there's world. Not a part two. I think that's plenty. I think that's plenty. There's got to be more. It's oh, a big gosh. state. It is, but it's not that big. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And if you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcasts. And please share us with your friends and family, too. That really helps us grow. Follow us on Twitter at, at Florida Podcast. Search Sunshine State of Mind on Facebook or YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.